Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. You know, one of my favorite features of my iPhone 12 is its wireless charging and its MagSafe magnetic back. I was looking for a mount for my card that could hold my phone and charge it at the same time. Luckily for me, my boys over at Carphone Zone hooked it up with a sleek magnetic mount charger. Imagine the look on my friend's faces when I pull out my sexy iPhone 12 and slap that bad boy onto the magnetic mount. And if that's not enough sauce, when they hear that sound and realize that it's also a charger, uh, they look at me like I'm a god. In fact, I love the attention so much, I headed on over to Carphone Zone myself and picked up a leather multifunctional car seat organizer. Now, whenever I pick up a girl for a date, she'll see how organized I am as soon as she hops in the whip. And she'll take a look at that magnetic mount with the fully juiced up iPhone 12. Uh, always ready to go. So go ahead and check out carphonezone.com for all your car and phone accessory needs. And Carphone Zone is hooking it up fat. Ricker and Bond listeners get a 15% discount when they use code PODCAST at checkout. That's PODCAST, all capital letters. 15% off store-wide. And you know they got that free shipping. Don't even play. CarphoneZone.com. Check them out now. My friends, my friends, my friends, we're back. We're back, we're back. We don't want to be here, but we're here. This money isn't gonna make itself, God damn it! So here we are, enjoy us. Tesla's buying Bitcoin, Abel's doing a mid-performance at the Super Bowl, but we're both invested in them just as much as the other. Rick and Bond enjoy. We didn't hear you laugh. <laughs> what? If you wanna keep going, I will keep going tonight. What's up? I was listening to like a rest interview and he was talking about like, man, I got to, I was, I remember like I was rapping about wanting to be where I am now. And this man seems to be rapping about where he is now, but where he is now, it doesn't seem too great. Is that Russ? No, no, no. That was a, a random person I found on YouTube recommendations called Maury with an M-O-R-R-A-Y. Man well, says I'm... Dead. The same Dr- place I am when I started this endeavor. Damn. What was it that Drake said? Sometimes I wish I could go back to the times where I wish I was where I am now. I'm just like, what? Sometimes I wish I could go back to the times where I wished I was where I am now. That makes yes, sense. Something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Back to the times where you wished you had wealth <laughs> when you were a pussy when you were a no pussy getting broke wannabe rapper trey songs 
a sideman ass wow. Aubrey. Wow. Wheelchair Aubrey. I saw Whoa. a clip from him doing that one interview that was kind of famous recently. And he, he was talking about Coachella. And he was like, I kind of wish that I said to everybody, like, you guys know Frank isn't here, right? You know, I'm the guy. I'm the, I'm the replacement. He said, so better kind of get down with it. Damn, if he had just said that, COVID would have never <laughs> happened. But here we are. If he said that, dude, there might have been like a mini riot, perhaps. It could either go like super well or everybody would just continue booing. And I think if people are already booing, it would just, it would swell up and boo it all up. That was bullshit. A bunch of entitled brats. Yeah, I was there, dude. I said, we want Frank. And I, I was actually the person who started it. Everybody was like, oh my God, Drake, that's so amazing. But I looked I, around and I was like, we want Frank. I want a Frank too. But you know, Nav could have come out. <laughs> You know, Lil Tecca could have come we out. We want Frank. We want Nav. He literally, Uzi, Lil Uzi Vert gave, ow, Jesus Christ, you stupid fucking animal. Lil Uzi Vert gave the worst performance of of his career. And you I, just think, damn, that's it. And then Drake comes out. That was the most recent Coachella? No, it wasn't Coachella. It was... Flogna. Um, Flogna. I stand corrected. Ricker and Bond... In that free flowing conversation about whatever is appropriate at the time. I'm Ricker, that's Bond. That's me. If you put an ampersand in the middle, it's Ricker and Bond. <laughs> that's what the that's what the ansem was called. Everybody's called an ampersand. Ampersand. It's from the deserts of ampersand. And they <laughs> dug up that symbol off the hieroglyphs of the cliffs. The hieroglyphs. Yes, I'm glad everybody's here listening to this new Ricker and Bond because I know you've been waiting all weekend for our review of the weekend's performance. Yeah, well, I yeah. didn't even mean to say it like that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like what? <laughs> all weekend for a review of the weekend's performance. Oh, uh, I see, I see. All like one day. Get it? Because he's a singer. But they thought I was talking about the days, but I kind of was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the yeah. weekend's performance. Like the Oof. review of the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I Who see. won the Super Bowl? It was Tom Brady. Trick question. It was Abel. <laughs> That's right. Abel Tom and the team. Brady, a 45-year-old man, just won a, a professional football league at the highest level versus a 24-year-old with a poor offensive line from what I hear. That's because the 24-year-old was too busy jamming to the weekend <laughs> to stay focused and 45-year-old was like, I've seen this shit before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, come on, I get distracted by a mid-able performance. A fucking Joker-ass Michael Jackson wannabe singing. It was very, (laughs) I think we made the comparison of that. Who's the Joker, the most recent 2021 Joker? Joaquin, Joaquin. Joaquin It was very Joaquin Phoenix-y. Yeah. But that, that I like I said before, is, is this character. It's like a drugged out, like Las Vegas zany person. It was I it was okay. I I watched intently the performance, but I it wasn't like, well, this is amazing. I did I did get a very big pop at that, that one house balloon song when he when he hit the field, but that one that was the that, highlight of it for me. That was great. Yeah, that, that was, was that was the highlight. That, that was made the, me the very feature happy. performance. I liked it when they were on the field and he, he yeah. looked just like a dictator. Yeah. I thought that was a very powerful but like, scene. Like, uh, he was just 
cut, but he's like zany. He's just like drugged out. He's like, Ooh, yeah. what's going on, guys? I was trying to watch it from the perspective of someone who's never heard, seen, or yeah, of him mid, before. Mid, mid. And I was like, at first, mid. I was like, huh, this is kind of boring. Kind of, kind of dragging on. Hopefully, he does something else. It was long. There, that. Was a, there was a a point where it was like, oh, it's over. That was kind of long, and then it kept going. Yeah, and then it went into that place where he was in that tunnel. Mirrors. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. That was a nice switch up, and then the people came out. It was. It was definitely wasn't the best of best Super Bowl performances that I remember. I don't really remember a lot, and it's probably the only one I will remember, but. But it was a really good weekend performance. Yeah. But not like a, a Super Bowl performance, you know? Yeah. It was it was cool. Like it I was, never I would never expect to see him with like backup dancers or Yeah. A it choir. Was, it was a little mid for Super Bowl expectations, even with COVID. Yeah, but uh I think it was chill. There was some audio fuck ups in the beginning. Someone got fired. Did you notice that? You couldn't really hear him? Um, very beginning no. maybe like first 15 20 seconds no <laughs> i was i was actually going through like he was posting on instagram mabel was and he was tagging all the the people with just hundreds of followers that probably make his whole thing and it was like a uh, front of house so maybe front of house got a little itchy with it damn maybe they should have did their job right and not fucked up the super bowl was cool show. dude Best Don't they know April Pitt spent $7 million on that show? It might have just the, been all on the fireworks. <laughs> the audio is the most important part, and you fucked it. <laughs> Man. There was also, when they was on the field, um, I think it was to the blinding lights, but there was like a, you could hear like the live guitar kind of riff around. That was fun. Oh, yeah. The drums are going crazy on the field, too. Yeah. I could hear those fucking drums just fucking. Yeah, the field was dope. At least the beginning of it towards blinding lights. <laughs> you have to go on the field if you're on the Super Bowl. You just have to. It's it was it was kind of weird. It was like a sectioned off little part of the entire stadium that was almost half empty. Damn, I wonder how you get a job as a dancer for the weekend. Be in L.A., I guess. Yeah, was it in L.A.? Wasn't it in like fucking? No, Florida? I just assume everybody was just a random from L.A. Could have been. Maybe do you need to audition? Were they even dancing? They were just flailing around. Uh, it was pretty orchestrated. They were doing circles, and I was like, "How did you all practice this?" They practiced in a gymnasium. I saw some behind the scenes. You got to get someone up uh, in the in the the high up stands to see it as a bird perspective. He could have given a shot, a quick little shout out to EXO, but you know, I guess fuck the fans, fuck the original fans, right? I mean, it's a Super Bowl. I mean, uh, who gives a fuck? He did a House of Balloons. <laughs> uh, not good enough. That's like probably the deepest cut. I don't know any other pop performance that went deep in their deep cuts. Please go deeper, Abel. Show us you're different. How Maybe next Super Bowl. It was all right. Did you watch the football part of the Super Bowl? No, I was playing outside. <laughs> I was playing with my, my, my penis. It was pretty boring. Yeah. It's a, commercials were weak, too. Horrible. What's the point of just fucking there. getting celebrities? Um, like, just write a good commercial. Yeah. I think like, putting... 
most people the probably talk it. about make the, it funny. the cool commercials rather than just the celebrity things. Dude, Paramount Plus, dude. Fuck that. Paramount Plus got their money's worth because I was annoyed how many times I saw them on the TV. Paramount Plus was going hard, bro. Can we stop with the fucking... They probably advertised for free. Was it on CBS? It was. Same company. It was going so. hard. Yeah, so they, they didn't spend a dime on that. <laughs> I'm done with fucking these streaming wars. Disney. Disney. Paramount Disney, Plus. Netflix. Talk HBO. Paramount Plus. No, no, no. You don't uh, put Paramount Plus in there. Paramount Plus has, has already been out. They just changed the name. What was it before? It was called like CBS All Access or some no, shit. No one cares about CBS. Dude. Yeah, and no one cares about Paramount either. Just fucking... Isn't it Fox? <laughs> what? Nah, Isn't Fox Paramount is under Fox, Disney dude. Plus. Oh, Disney Plus. I'm gonna go buy Disney. Yeah, and then there's Hulu, which is also Disney. <laughs> go get Disney. <laughs> Disney um, wins, dude. Who else? Oh, Disney. Amazon. Amazon's a big player. Yeah. Some Prime, then. You know, WandaVision? You know that show? Heard of it. Are you familiar with the comic folklore? Of Scarlet Witch? Uh, no, not really. Right on. Apparently, it was the first time there was some IP of Fantastic Four into Marvel IP, which was uh, someone else's IP before. I forget who. Fox? Wait, who Probably. owns Fantastic Four? I think Fantastic Four is under Fox, so maybe Disney owns them now. Mm. Or maybe Sony, but I'm not sure. I just saw something crazy about Marvel films. Apparently, they make the entire film before they shoot the film. Most times before it's even finished being written or a director has been chosen, they create the entire film animated, 3D animated, shot for shot. Well. And then they just fucking pick a director and say, <laughs> okay, now redo it. <laughs> just like this. Don't change anything. Damn. And that's why they're able to pick fucking directors that have no <laughs> business directing action movies. Like, I don't know who's directed Marvel movies lately. They pick a bunch of like directors from like Sundance that do a bunch of uh, <laughs> uh, indie films. Sure. That have done like maybe one two short films and then one medium film and then they jump onto marvel well they just do it for a discount they just uh i don't know i don't know their pay but but the real fucking there's a guy who works at this studio i forgot what the studio is called and the studio just like literally puppeteers all the marvel films and he's mm -hmm. like the real director of the films he should be he should be credited as co-director as editor as fucking director of photography I got to send you the video. It fucking blew my mind. Damn. I was like, dude, they're literally just like before the fucking movies even done being shot. I mean, done being written. They, they do that. How do you make a movie that isn't written yet? You just write the movie. They just, they just like, so they'll have like an idea. They'll be like, Oh, this will be a cool idea for <laughs> a fight scene. Just fucking yeah. animate it real quick. And we'll write a script around it. Damn. We'll write some dialogue, you know? That's fun. Yeah, and it's like a... just really crude 3D keyframed models that look like fucking look like the, stop motion. Yeah. The like uh, white 3D diagonal characters on the on the XYZ plane. 
Yeah, and it says they said it it saves the studio millions because they like know exactly what to do. They can do it quick, and they used to do it just for action scenes, but now they do it for everything, even when they're just like talking, sitting and talking. Hmm. Sounds like there's some room for artificial intelligence to be implemented in there. So that kind of makes me. That kind of makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the guy that created or the guy that directed. Um, Black Panther. He came from what was that movie called? Which the one? movie with Michael B. Jordan. Fruitvale Station. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, he directed that, and I was like, "Wow, that's kind of a leap from that kind of movie to this Marvel film." <laughs> you know, just like the most yeah. action-packed so action just, ever. But he just apparently just followed a template. Sure everyone's okay. What? Hmm. What do you say? So like, what yeah, the I guess they just add a little. He adds a little bit of, I guess he adds a little bit of flair, but like he can't like. I guess he could tell them to act a certain way or like say it a certain way. Yeah. But like the camera's already set, where they're standing is set, the green screen set, so they can't like, really fuck with the movements. Hmm. So I guess he's just there to put a name on it. No disrespect to the directors. Hmm. I know they go hard, but <laughs> that. that 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 process just took away like 80 percent of directing yeah i mean that's probably why there's 90 marvel movies every year that probably that makes, that sense. makes sense why martin scorsese lot, said that they're not movies did the ford and the ford and the the machine car system making of a movie yeah they got the algorithm yeah. down but they yeah, make billions so they make cool movies so, so fucking all right, Bob. <laughs> All right, Bobby. You got me on this you know one. Iger did. Didn't is I no Iger left. Man. Who's the, who's in charge of Disney nowadays? Some other guy. I think he's still there as like a consultant or something during the pandemic. Right? Raised it up, dude. He's yeah, like, yeah. I want to be in charge, but not in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I want to be in charge, but also. <laughs> No responsibility, but also, can I still get that salary? <laughs> like, I guess so, dude. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, oh, I man. think he might have just did what, uh, what's his face did? Jeffy Bezos hit that chairman position. Yeah. Collect that premium. Except Disney was like, yo, I think we need you, Mr. Iger. Just Mr. Iger, like, right, please uh, come back. So I'm retiring, but not retiring. Everybody cool with that? Little, just plug anybody in. We got it. All right, dude. Give me my check, boys. I would be cool if Mr. Iger hadn't grabbed my ass in the locker room. In, in the classic school. Disney locker room. Yeah. Disney Cheap. high school musical basketball. High school musical. They have so much shit on disney plus i had to cancel because i was overwhelmed <laughs> like all right dude, this is way too much to oh, choose from too much content so much I, selection dude. i don't know what to decide i can't inside of one <laughs> streaming platform there's nine other streaming platforms how do you get all this value in my tv <laughs> it's disney plus and then marvel <laughs> unlimited disney channel from the past disney channel from the present <laughs> They make like original <laughs> Disney plus Disney channel type shit. That's what is isn't WandaVision Disney Plus? 
Yeah, it's mm-hmm. that, it's that exclusive, boys. exclusive. Because no one would watch that shit on TV. I don't know. It looks pretty cool. I I'll, I'll, I'll watch it in like nine years from now. <laughs> I work with a guy. He's always like, "Hey, John, did you see the new Marvel thing?" I'm like, "No, bro, I never." <laughs> Maybe sometimes in theaters, but I'll never just like pull up Wandavision. Sorry. Apparently, it was cool. It's like people watch Agents of Shield. Shield's Marvel, right? People uh, yes. love the Agents of Shield. Well, Disney's just good with writing in general. Yeah, apparently, from people got Wandavision hooked on it. It seems pretty in depth. And it was one yeah. of those things. What was that one movie like Uncut Gems, where you saw like some trailers, and apparently, like from more stuff I've seen, it was like completely not what the trailer was really. Oh, that fucking pretty Mickey. cool. Damn, now I gotta check it out. Wait, do I even have Disney Plus? I might still have it because of because of Soul. Just check it out in eight years. Soul. I hate watching TV. Because <laughs> <laughs> so it's so boring. Bro. I'm gonna watch Soul in about five years from now. It'll be great. I was just like watching it. And I was like, this is cool. It looks <laughs> great. It's really, it's a beautiful film. We've yeah, come yeah. so far in terms of 3d animation Quest but also i'm 25 what am i doing <laughs> watching this i'm sure you, there's there's lovely stuff in it it was lovely, it was beautiful like non-25 but, but i don't like look at like i don't really care about the story like i was looking at the particle effects and the lights and the oh, textures yeah. and shit kidding me just like dude random jazz musician died is now in purgatory bro come on yeah, it was a little like Amazing. I said earlier. It was a little too uh, a little too Toy Story Inside Out. Um, He's dead. Wreck It Ralph for me. No, that's what it reminded me of. Wreck It Ralph. Why do they always gotta like go to another dimension? Why can't they just like <laughs> just stay dead. in the same dimension? It's purgatory, just, bro. He's a soul. And like the way he died was so fucking. How did he die? Weird. So fuck. He gets pulled over right oh no <laughs> they pull him out of his car and they shoot him in the face <laughs> no i'm just kidding he's walking down the street and he just falls into a manhole and then boom he's that little soul thing. that was on the trailer that's that's kind of lame yeah i was like <laughs> so, damn i was like so it, he, it happened so fast he's I was eviscerated like, okay so that's pretty lame but like so in reality he falls down a manhole dies <laughs> yeah what i you know those uh youtube videos that are like sometimes they're like how it should have happened or they do some kind of alternate ending yeah they, they, they do an alternate ending for soul and it just he dies and his family tries to sue the city <laughs> <laughs> he goes straight to hell yeah that'd be funny too damn Holy shit. that's lame so you just like as a, as a as a thinking adult you're like oh so he just broke his hips I was like, dude, spine. I blinked and I was like, dude, I fucking missed it. If I would have uh, gone to the bathroom, the movie would have been ruined. I would have been so lost. Because hmm. well, he died. Know, like, there was no the buildup. You know. He wasn't in the hospital. It was just like walking, 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 bam. And as soon as he hit the ground, he was a fucking soul thing. Hmm. I was like, all right, dude. Hmm. It is a kid's movie, but. I guess you get right to the, the soulness of it. Later, they, they do kind of show his dead body, kind of. Nice but it's does he like, become not a soul they like i guess he like comes back to life and he's like in his body so they, they like show him flat on the ground he's like what? where does music come in it's all jazzy like all over the place okay because he's a jazz teacher okay hmm. and, yeah i was and expecting like, kind of like a a comeback story of a jazz musician 
kind of oh like he's fucking he want he's a jazz teacher he wants he's a gigging a gigging a gigger is the call (laughs) and his mom was like and he works part-time as a teacher and his mom's like i wish you would get a job as like a full-time teacher stop following your dreams Ugh. your daddy your daddy was gigging to the grave and okay well i got a part-time too lady come on now and, dad dead nice and then he gets an opportunity to like play with someone and his mom's like nah you're still doing this shit you're 32 reginald or how old he is. <laughs> he's he's pretty old pretty young he's, yeah it, 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 the trailer how like, old is that character how old do you think he is probably like 40s 50 maybe still doing jazz probably get a 50 year old <laughs> yeah he was yeah he was uh he's also skinny and pixar so 40 or 50 yeah. yeah um if i i feel like if i had seen that in theaters with my kids i don't have any kids i would have fallen asleep <laughs> it's just straight up <laughs> oh man i'll enjoy it when i see it in a in a half a decade from now i love i remember planning out i think it happened to me with the with the harry potter thing on tv I remember seeing like trailers for it like years ago and I was like, oh, all right, dude, it's time. <laughs> I, I held the line, dude, now I get to see it for free, kind of. Oh, God. I remember oh, feeling so cool seeing movies and airplanes that were still in theaters. Mm. And they wouldn't believe me. They'd be like, you didn't fucking <laughs> see cars, you stupid bitch. Yeah, I did. I saw it in the plane. Yeah, right. This well, shit's not out yet. Opinion on spoiling a movie and like like i didn't see soul but i would still like enjoy soul to its fullest extent even though you just told me most of it kind of i only told you because i i know you would be like oh i don't care if you spoil it yeah but like i would still i still like enjoy movies even knowing the ending basically oh if you if you spoiled it for me i wouldn't watch it Mm. yeah i wouldn't even give it a chance interesting yeah unless i'm just like i'm definitely not gonna watch it so go ahead and tell me what happens Mm. Hmm. but if i'm gonna watch it if you would be like if i was like yo i'm gonna see <laughs> uncut gyms tonight and you say adam sandler dies i'd be like all right i'm not oh, see, I don't, it. like even knowing but like i don't because it's you, you get the whole movie is the thing because i'm rooting for the character but in my mind if i'm like this guy's gonna die in the end i'm just like what's the ah, point dude, of even going get, on this journey with him? you get swept he's, up in it you just forget all about the, the end point it's like who gives a fuck if he's naked That's in the trunk who gives a fuck right if he doesn't there, love bro. his wife who gives a fuck if he has a mistress who gives a fuck if his son's a fat little bitch he's gonna die well the, that's just the journey of a human life dude you gotta ride the waves everybody knows the ending man i might as well watch it backwards you know that would be that would be a better story it's a, it's about the the middle part and the A to B to C it's history right there theory. <laughs> I oh, love that meme, dude. I love that meme. Just worked with everything finance related now. What what meme? Where he's he's showing Kevin Garnett the bloody <laughs> slave gem given by by laborers in Africa. Oh, he, yeah. showed, he showed Kevin Garnett the richest man in America. Be <laughs> like, oh, this, this, look at this right here, my guy. <laughs> gonna flip uh, this rocket he says that's history right there that's what i think when i'm watching dogecoin go up <laughs> <laughs> all right let's take a break okie dokie new rickery everybody don't need a Yo, shut the fuck up. I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. 
I disagree, Gary. <laughs> God, I love that humor. <laughs> yeah, that's about the most irresponsible bit I've ever heard out of a human's mouth. And he do just you, says, eh, probably do not. You think <laughs> when Adam Sandler saw his girlfriend hooking up with that man in the bathroom at the bar, that that man would one day play the Super Bowl? You think <laughs> he knew that? He'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is from, okay, so character in the movie still? Yeah. Character in the movies from New York. So Tom Brady, Super Bowl Tom Brady, if we if we know the exact semantics of the scenario of the weekend playing the Super Bowl, he'd be like, All right, man, he's I mean, if he's close to Tom Brady, he's close to my girlfriend, he's close to me, that's the hey, closest Tom Brady I'll ever get, dude. Go for it, yo, he's beautiful voice. Go for it, man. <laughs> Fucker. God, I wanna watch that movie again. Oh, I have it right here on VHS. Dude, I've watched Uncut Gems on VHS so hard, man. That, you gotta that'd be like a, a great VHS tape. If there, you gotta if, fuck up the the tape a little bit. You gotta get a little wet, yeah, so it's a little if, bit. If there was any movie I'd watch to get like deteriorated, because it was already kind of grainy as it is, probably. But like, if there's any to to get some lo-fi movie to watch, dude, it would be Uncut Gems. Or just watch it on a fucked up TV. <laughs> Just, just be it with a bad a really bit. bad house dude just the broken up couch <laughs> that shit would be playing at a fucking disgusting dispensary yeah. if there's if there's ever like a scene in any tv show and i, and I gotta make a, a scene and it's just really bad circumstances everybody there's roaches everywhere and they gotta be watching a movie from the past it's like 2050 or something and the uncut gems is an old movie at this point you gotta you gotta throw an uncut gems in there a Uncut bad dispensary jokes. is a perfect, a perfect example. Do like a like a betting casino or something. Some grandma's house, grandpa probably. God damn! Shout out, Miss Lady Ricker and Bond, episode two fifty seven. Is that right, Martha? Hey, All right, Martha doesn't yeah. know. Martha's Martha, Martha's passed out drunk. Martha, Martha might be dead. There is a person I listen to uh, that does sport commentary on a serious xm show and he bet thirty thousand on tails and it was heads on the was super bowl that is he was probably not excited he apparently made it up with another parlay with multiple legs damn so you lose about five thousand apparently former nfl player now media mogul pat pat mcafee one day i'll have it like that where i comfortably bet bet 30 grand on a tail flip yeah yeah, quarter flip yeah yeah all you have to do is be a punter in the nfl and have a okay serious xm show that's it must be nice i think i figured it out (laughs) i think i think i think i think what have you figured out but I'm not sure. My strategy for success. A system, if you will. A system. Okay, it's quite simple. Okay. It's quite simple. Can I predict real quick, teacher? Please, let me know what you got. Does it have anything to do with a bunch of penny stocks? Yeah, but... proceed. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) No, proceed. I'm sure there's more. It's options. Okay. Of okay. course. 
because I'm an options man myself. <laughs> the secret, the secret is deep in the money, deep in the future. Okay. If the stock is $1, buy it for 0.5 strike price. Make that bitch expire in 2023. It's okay. going to be about maybe how much were mine they're not that expensive because the stock is cheap as fuck sure but um let me, let me see if you all options uh, so right now well this stock is kind of going up so it's kind of expensive but right now this global still star stock is worth 170 dollars per contract i think i may have bought it at like maybe like $30 a contract when it was low and I bought a couple I bought like four and since the stock is low and stocks usually go up unless the company's like shitty as fuck and it's like started at $10 went down to tw 10 cents went to 5 and then it's back at 10 cents you know <laughs> kind of most it's, penny stocks it's probably gonna go up in 2-3 years stocks go up dude you don't have that disgusting, disgusting theta time decay mm -hmm. crushing your precious money. Mm -hmm. And penny stocks are volatile and volatility is good for options. And I guess so. I mean, another, oh, it actually is. That's one of the no, Greeks. For, I forget I'm which one. Volatility of penny stocks. Unless it's like a 10 cent stock which I don't think is even allowed on Robinhood and it drops the five cents in a day and you lose half your money. But you know, be smart okay, out there. Okay, okay, I was okay. going to say, but if you buy also, if you buy a lot of contracts, if it starts turning against you, you can just shed some of them. You don't have to shed out like a whole contract and be completely out. You can maybe like sell half and then okay. you're still kind of in it. Okay. 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 So I got a couple, I got some for my beloved global star and i had no idea this was going to shoot up today by the way mm -hmm. no idea i don't know if it's like legitimate news or i don't know if it's a pump and dump um hopefully it's not a pump and dump i, I gotta think see. it's legitimate qualcomm had some some good stuff to say about a chip oh really oh yeah. shit that's yeah. good shit um and or a satellite or something and this fucking this weed company sundial that went up like a shit ton today i got a couple contracts on that and because it was so cheap i bought a bunch and global star and i was selling some calls like a big boy Sundial premium is is a kind of an internet darling i've seen in the intraday realms really yeah people I love that sundial might be everyone's like talking about friday i think this one might be a pump and dump so i'm gonna watch that one carefully cause... yeah sundale also has some some memory but um yeah yeah but, but anyway with these with my sundial things that i called or i sold it's at 180 now i sold the strike price for 150 so i don't know if i'm gonna get assigned which means i would have to sell all my shares for one dollar and fifty cents which would suck because I'm selling it for below market price, but I still get that money and I can still buy back in for, I guess, less shares. So you bought calls and are selling calls or you just sell a call? Well, this I'm doing both. Okay. But, um, but I started just with selling calls with this 
and then it was starting to go up and i was like shit i better buy some calls too sure and so i i i in unintentionally made what is called a a a bull call spread Mm -hmm. i believe sure yeah i was looking up option board games uh um and there's like old ones from like the 20s and it was really? kind of, it was kind of fun to see option board games. One was called um one was called Strike Price. Ooh, that's a good name. One was called Millionaire. Oh, 2001 and 1978. 1978, dude. It's fun. You make a little you make a little called uh something buckets. Yeah, it's it's on Investopedia, whatever it's called, and also immortalized in episode two fifty six. Um, but it was kind of a fun thing to look at. Fun thing to look at. Nice old vintage aesthetic. Does look like Monopoly kind of. That's why you make it a cool Pokemon game mm. with cool systems. Millionaire. It, it was oh it's German whoa that threw me for a loop I was trying to say a word and it was in German millionaire is a big business game about buying and selling shares and options the game uses real company names like shell what was shell dude is shell dead shell's gas and Microsoft yeah, shell's still around in real markets like the Dow Jones and the DAX what the hell is the DAX uh, the game rules offer both a family version that uses a roll and move mechanic and a strategy version for real gamers that doesn't involve dice. The rulebook is highly detailed with three complete sample games, but <laughs> alas, all is in German. Classic. Good thing I know fluent German. <laughs> oh, um, man. Boardgamegeek.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's an audience for everything. Yeah. I found out that you can connect your Robin Hood to Coinbase as if it were a bank. Coinbase and has the bank? No, no, no. Robin Hood is a bank because there's a routing and account number. Hmm. So you yeah. can buy Coinbase's offerings? Yeah. So you just have cash in your Robin Hood, transfer that to Coinbase, buy that crypto, not on Robinhood. Huh. That's a very yeah. interesting partnership. It's not a partnership at all. <laughs> it's just uh, because Robinhood offers direct deposit straight to your account. I see. So they have, and you can also like sign in just straight to your Robinhood through that plaid mm-hmm. thing. But my shit wasn't working for some reason. So I just did the deposit verification thing and they send me some cents. You know, I recently discovered that Coinbase has a Coinbase Pro, which is like trading. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. It used that. to be called VDAX. Oh, really? Do you remember VDAX? It's vague in my head, but no. Yeah. yeah. I was like looking in the matrix. I was like, oh, Coinbase had trading? It has like order flows too. I'm not super, it's like, I know level two order flow is a thing, but like. That's some some pretty deep data for a free Coinbase thing. Yeah, I believe it might be um, 
Oh, it's called GDAX. GDAX. Mm. Um, I believe people prefer it because there's no high ass fees. Yeah. And also way better at way better graphs. Yeah. The charts kind I of used annoying. to be on this when Tiny. I was trying to day trade crypto. That was fucking lame. Oh, it's fun. It's just so. I need a break. I need that. I need those market hours to close so I can like rejuvenate. <laughs> That's why you, you do the the markets when they're open, and then when you're closed and you're fiending like a degen, you go to crypto. I love being on the West Coast because like six thirty to one is the perfect hours. Yeah you know I and agree. then after hours for an hour your stocks just get fucked you <laughs> can do about it <laughs> yeah dude it sucks if like if you had a nine to five not on the west coast you don't have like an hour to day trade Gosh, or like you it, work at like ralph's or something or subway and you can't be on your phone looking at the price yeah oh shit or you could just work at subway from like three to eight i don't know <laughs> You could, you could, but that would ruin the scenario of nine to five. Yeah. Nine dude, to five. Fuck nine to fives, dude. I only work from eight to three and I'm like, dude, this is a long day. This sucks. I'm tired. Yeah. Jobs are jobs. Um, I remote, dude. Part time. Um, we close? Not really. Jeez. Jesus Christ! Actually, we are close. We're okay. at thirty-nine. The first one, the first, the one, first was one was big. Like, <laughs> it was huge. You got All any right. trading news? Any any new strategies you're holding uh, back from us? No, nah, dude. I'm still trying to figure out how to do stuff consistently with trading futures. Going on boards, trying to find out different systems, <coughs> trying to watch YouTube videos of other people's systems. Right now, it's just a lot of price action. I'm simulating, so there's really not a lot of emotion and negative uh, reinforcement for doing a bad move. But I'm pretty disciplined on the simulation, but it's really not the same. The joint gets sweaty if you go on live. I got to take a live every once in a while. That gets your heart pumping, man. It's like, it's no joke. It's, it's something, and that's for not a lot of money. <laughs> but eventually, dude, I remember that I was going on the forums trying to pick apart people's systems and one one dude's like one dude's uh like footer was something about how when trading gets boring that's when you know i don't know you're consistent and get money profitable when you're when you're not down on a low day and when a high day doesn't make you excited dude that's is that cool. i'm experiencing that yeah that's I'm that's experiencing a, that now investing is boring it's still exciting for me but it's also like numb like when i'm down a thousand dollars a day i remember i used to get so anxious but now i'm just like yeah if uh if you got confidence in what you're doing that usually comes with it a lot of it's out of my control but sometimes i fuck up and i blow 15 percent of my portfolio and i'm just like dude if i had done nothing that money would still be here but you know that's how you learn yeah that's what I, I was guess. kind of saying with the that that negative reinforcement when you got live money attached to it is is quite the negative reinforcement to not make that mistake again. Yeah, I tried the paper trading thing and I was just being reckless. I was like, dude, I'm not really learning anything, you know. Yeah, oh, there's a lot of people that are are like, well, it's also like 
it's also very personality driven in either trading slash or investing um but like so you, it's it's very personal but if like if you're doing paper trading and you're super detached from it and you're really not doing how you would do it live then yeah it's it's useless you might as well go live um but if i was live i'd be broke <laughs> my i have no consistency right now damn bro hop on those options bro i i'm getting uh getting knowledge about it while i do other stuff but it's also like i could i could put money into just stock did you know that when you transfer out of a brokerage they lock both accounts for three days for like all brokerages <laughs> for whatever you're transferring to interesting and and what you're transferring from what'd you try i didn't do anything i was just watching youtube videos on it uh so i was like you know what i don't have that much money in robin hood i'll just fucking stay i have a little bit in weeble too so weeble's nice yeah it was all right it's just like so jumbled up it's like I feel like I'm using it for the first time every time I use it and I use it every day well that's kind of the point of paper trading kind of is, is to like know the platform yeah it's like I'm searching for the options button I'm like dude I didn't even try options on Weeble it's, you, you gotta find a YouTube tutorial on how to find it it's literally hidden damn it's like they don't want you to use it <laughs> they probably don't <laughs> Are you sure you want to throw $130,000 at GameStop when it's $450? I guess so. Oh, God. I love that lost porn on Reddit. That's great. Lost porn? Yeah. People literally <laughs> just posting how they lost like 50 grand, 80 grand, Whoa. 120 grand. I'm good off that, pals. Not yet, at least. What they don't tell you though is that they have like two million now. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I get at least a percentage of what it is your portfolio? Yeah, like yeah. Why are you hiding your your buying power, bro? <laughs> <laughs> is this just a, this is a paper trading account? Yeah, damn. there's a, a funny clip of my guy Stock Jock on Twitch that he <laughs> he uh, it's on Twitch. He do like exclamation point and trigger the clip. And it's the exclamation point paper trading, and it's a clip of him if someone calling him out and he goes to like some stock and then makes a big position and it goes up and he's like, ah, there you go. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Damn, that's some risky shit. Well, then you sell it. Then you Third sell trimester, you want to drop in, drop into it, dude. J-O-P into it. Please. I do shout out to their trimester. Peace. These ungrateful ass fans. Too young, pray for the ones I hate, the ones I love. Pray for my liver when I'm off in this club. I didn't hear that song before, and I really didn't expect the weekend. That was a nice surprise. He's just the king.
2015 Travis Scott was good music, wasn't it? Not. I'm asking because I don't know. It was all right. It was just it was the same music it is today. <laughs> it sounded <laughs> like was same. he was he hand in hand with Kanye or no? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, he's nice Kanye's little bass. bitch boy. <laughs> yeah, that was very. It might as well have been uh, Jesus. Oh, uh, <laughs> am I right? Am I right, everybody? <laughs> am yeah. I right, fellow Kanye lovers? Uh, so let's do some shout outs real quick. I There was a whole lot of people that clicked the poll to do some shout outs. And not a lot of people that wrote in to do some shout outs. The, the story that people clicked to get a shout out has been gone. So I can't do that shout out. But there's a, a dude named Bon. And he hit up Bricker and Bond, and he's like, yo, never met someone named Bond, so that's cool. And I was like, oh, man, enjoy the pod, my bro. His name is Bond McRae. Hey, Bond. You should change your name. <laughs> he said, I'll hit y'all with the follow, and we'll shout you guys out to a few friends I know that listen to podcasts. Thanks, Thanks. for the shout-out, Bond, dude. If you're not listening to Bricker and Bond, ask a Bond. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing? Clean the fat out of your ears, you beast. <laughs> you beast. I don't know. I don't, I don't, Is I the fat out of the ears a, a gym on. coach thing? What? Is oh. the fat out of the ears a gym coach thing? No, it's, it's a Bon Gym thing. Cause oh. I have a lot of fat in my ears. Earwax? Yeah, earwax. Um, let's talk about this. Our good friend Elon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he announced it. I don't know if it was leaked. I don't really know how everyone knows. But Tesla invested $1.5 billion into crypto. And the company plans on Bitcoin. accepting. Yeah, into Bitcoin. And the company plans on accepting <laughs> 1. it into 1.5 billion into Doge. <laughs> <laughs> into clown coin. <laughs> into shitcoin OG. <laughs> shitcoin OG, dude. Oh, S-C-O-G is the ticker. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the poop emoji. <laughs> and boy, it's it's quite the pump and dump, dude. I got some some puts on it right there in Coinbase Pro. It has a capped limit, so it's scarce. It can, <laughs> it can be utilized for everything. Yeah, getting some money into as a, as a company, not just Musk. And of course, I haven't read anything but the headline and people talking about the headline. But Tesla 1.5 billion into the Bitcoin. And saying, oh, yeah, you guys can buy our cars with that BTC. No problem. Yeah, apparently how it will work is they would hold the Bitcoin. Apparently they're the first company that would accept Bitcoin that would actually hold it themselves as a part to a third party company doing it. Um, and they would exchange it for USD whenever they feel like it. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's history right there. So it literally Sadly. is. So if, when Bitcoin literally doubles this year, yeah, they'll just double their investment and Tesla's like buying be worth uh, a lot more. It's like not really. Yeah, it is kind of like Apple. You know, Apple had that big bond sale that they bought like ten years ago to get some cash. Yeah. Wow. Wow! 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 Yeah. So you know. Uh, if you needed more proof that uh, Bitcoin's probably here to stay, that's your you, you got you you kind of like your underground institutions, and then you got your very on the surface institutions, and uh, that's one of the in the public institutions that is being institutionalized 
with some Bitcoin. Someone said on Twitter that Jamash doesn't like that. You said what? Someone said on Twitter that Dogecoin was an insult to technology. Uh, I mean, probably a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that everybody that understands the utilizations of coins for technology-based processes are like, well, that is indeed a shit coin. But me... Pump, pump, pump it up. I don't really know much about the back all the inner workings of what coins actually hold as physical things and technology so i can just say shitcoin and not really feel a type of way about it what people don't realize is that bitcoin being a joke is actually <laughs> its greatest strength <laughs> that is why it's valued at seven Doge- cents right now sorry dogecoin bitcoin is not a joke Bitcoin is real money. That shit in your wallet, that's trash. You can wipe your mouth with that. <laughs> you please. Eat it. You can wipe your ass with that bullshit. You peasant, Steve. Get that shit out of your fucking portfolio and just trade <laughs> it for some Bitcoin, some BTC. I'm thinking about, I'm seriously thinking about buying an Ethereum before that shit. I, I like, would, would really probably get on that as well. Yeah, I'm heavily considering it. I'm gonna give it a couple days well, of thought. Might just dump this I, shit going for that. I have also that. done that, waiting for percentages. That would probably be the same in Ethereum either way. Um, unless it's Doge, you can do some volatility. But if you're trading, dude, come on. Do- Doge is the trading baiting, bro. Apparently is what all the, yeah, the crypto goes. Of course, I would just buy the Ethereum and never touch yeah. it ever. Um, but yeah, so with the DeFi thing, a lot of people are like, Bitcoin has has initially overran its course as a as a currency and kind of just became an asset like a gold and with yeah DeFi, which is kind of like ethereum based decentralized finance um there might be more utilization of it to be currency so i don't know how that plays into ethereum as the big boy but there's also other coins that like um like maker was something i was looking at and didn't pull trigger on and it went up but like that's valued more than ethereum is we might just end up using usd quality backed by the good old fake us there was another headline i saw that said elon was like well governments are definitely not going to want decentralized finance yeah but they can't stop pump, it. Pump, pump. <laughs> am, I, am I right, pump, 24 pump, year old? Pump it up. <laughs> am I right, everybody in 2017? Fucking, um, a little bit about it. If they trade, if Tesla trades their Bitcoin for dollars, then what's the point? I mean, it's, Bitcoin. That's the, it's the asset of it. They got to, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if people maybe maybe people won't start trading it until it's like too expensive to even consider mm-hmm. buying. It's like, oh, it's fourteen million now? For sure. I don't know. Maybe you just hold it for a long time and maybe the US dollar still exists but super inflated. So you're like, Well, I have a lot of Bitcoin asset and I need some US currency. And there it is. 
I don't know. But I'm sure they're thinking about the future. I'm sure they're thinking at least a little bit about it. I'm sure they got some people smarter than me thinking about it. Oh, they no. lost all their Bitcoin. Bitcoin zero. Rick and Morty. One, one currency to zero is playing out. Bitcoin lost half its value in 13 oh, really? minutes. <laughs> no. Probably not out of the horrible. ordinary, honestly. The drawdowns are pretty big. <laughs> I would I would take out a loan <laughs> and buy Bitcoin. Oh, man. I'll take out a solid $20,000 loan and be like, you'll get this back in like a year so or two. I watched a TikTok of someone talking about the having a Bitcoin and the drawdown that it would take. Uh, I'm not super up on the history of Bitcoin halvings, but yeah, apparently wild. it draws it down very, very mucho. Draws what yes. the price? Really? Wouldn't it raise the price? Because if every computer on it on the Ethereum network it becomes half, twice as hard. For Bitcoin to be mined, it would make it more scarce. Okay. Because apparently the last Bitcoin that comes out in 2040, apparently it's going to take 40 years to be mined. Why? Because of the way the algorithm works every four years, the difficulty halves. And not only that, with each Bitcoin that's mined, the difficulty increases across the network. That's fun. It's called um, <clears throat> deflation, a deflation algorithm or something. So it kind of mimics gold. Yeah. That's why people are saying it's not really a currency. That's why it's an asset. Well, I mean, gold kind of used to be a currency. In the past, eh? But I mean, like, Ethereum. I would rather it be currency than just be capitalist like dogecoin <laughs> it is indeed a meme dude they brought it up on market monday and they just had it dogecoin from the man who enjoyed crypto and i was like oh the peaks in, not hip. Peaks in. it's like ja rule <laughs> he's gonna say watch him say don't buy it and then tomorrow no, it's gonna shoot it, up dude. to three dollars like you said he with gamestop it. bro <laughs> I remember he said that GameStop was like at 65 and he's like, yeah, the hype is over. The next day I wake up, I open my crusty eyeballs. <laughs> the price is at 190. Man, master investor, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. I was like, this is not real. I'm, s I'm missing out on all the fun. Could have got some, some scalps on the way up and down, I suppose. But I, I'm still, I'm still going hard on my, my GameStop puts. Not doing so hard and so great right now. The stock is stubborn and refuses to go down. <laughs> That's why uh, <laughs> um, the personality driven of meme stock didn't really appeal to me. But yeah, oh, I made $10 today on that. That's cool. Profit is but profit. Let me see this one though. Lost $8 on that one. So yeah we'll see i still got over a month for those bad boys so hopefully uh hopefully people come to their senses <laughs> and drop this garbage stock or GameStop comes out with a revolutionary new platform to buy video games 
and it shoots up and I just lose everything. Some cool. Psycho, I'd only lose my initial investment because I bought calls instead of sold them. I mean, bought puts. Sick. Instead of I'm selling learning. calls? I listened to this... Uh, Um, podcast and the title was talking with a stock options expert I was like oh sick let mm -hmm. me learn something this guy I knew more than this guy because in, in the podcast he said yeah I've only oh. been doing this for a couple months <laughs> I've only been doing this for a couple months and he, he would explain something for 10 minutes and then just be like oh wait I think I explained it wrong and then do it again I'm just like alright I'm glad this isn't my introduction I'll to options because I would be confused as take hell. Take heed from advice from people who got in the the previous big crash, not the most recent one. This was um released, I think, in September, this podcast. So he probably started a little before me. The classic 2020 investors, dude. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that started. Half the traders were first-time traders. When? Just in general? With the GameStop frenzy. Yeah, that's uh, a... <laughs> it's probably a recipe for not good things. I just want to know who got fucked the <laughs> there's, most. There's, that was like your average everyday job. There's some job. person out there that has the record for the, the most lost on that trade. Yeah, like, but like, not some guy that has a million dollars that lost yeah, yeah. six hundred grand. Like, I want like some guy that works at fucking Taco yeah. Bell, making fourteen dollars an hour. That's three hundred thousand dollars in the hole. That guy, that guy, I feel for yeah. you. Well, don't don't go so oh. hard next time. Or go go hard in the right direction of due diligence, as they say. Go hard in systems and knowledge and I mean, other people's failures first. Or maybe yeah, and just or just passively direct invest like a little bitch. I'm just kidding. That's it's fun too. Investments are boring when they're profitable. I'm sure there's a little bit of heart palpitations really? after a, a, a big position every once in a while, but makes my cock feel that, then it goes what? away. I'm on those gas station pills, so right. it never goes away. You gambling ass jacks. My biggest fear is taking a rhino pill and having no mm. the fuck. Sure. That's my biggest fear. On that note, freaking Bond. Thanks for listening. Especially you, Bond. Thanks for listening. McCray. Nah, fuck you. And Peter. Thanks for hitting us up, Peter. Sometimes we miss Peter from Russia. Not from, from Russia, Peter from Norway. I'm like, yo. My guy, Peter, where you at? Hits me up in the DM. Right here, bro. Never left. Mm. Just like, you know, that's that day one. DRH right there. You guys should kiss. You, you, <laughs> once there's, once, once podcasts are public, you'll get some, you'll get some shares, Peter. And that's not binding by any means. By the new game. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Olive Pits. I do kind of want to see real quick what that thing was. <clears throat> I just want to know. Jesus Christ, I gotta find a job. Yeah.
they're pretty pretty useful sometimes. They're pretty scarce. They are pretty damn scarce, man. All you gotta do is solve the hardest problem, and you'll probably be good. <laughs> wow. uh, I can't find this Greek stuff. But, cool Pokemon game. Sharks. Here's my idea. There's also cool Market Monday talking about the private private markets of making businesses and such. Man's made an insurance company. Insurance company. And left a very lucrative capital. Uh, venture capital. Dragon Bond, thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Weekending. I was about to click and dude. Good boy. <laughs>